this week on Two Down My Dudes. Marks and I discussed the AEW return of Hangman Page in the Casino Ladder Match, plus the official introduction of the TBS title and who should be the first to hold it. CM Punk takes on all challenges, including Daniel Garcia. The reemergence of R.A. Anderson packing heat and burning clothes. Darby Allen dueling with MJF and how that storyline is developing. Tony Khan in AEW going head-to-head with SmackDown next week on FS1. Plus, Sammy Guevara as TNT champion and battling a veteran like Bobby Fish in his opening match. America's top team versus the Inner Circle, which will include their in-ring debut of Junior Dos Santos. Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage as they go toe-to-toe in a Philadelphia street fight. Blue Meanie and Crowbar show up in AEW while in Philadelphia. Serena Deeb is an all-out heel. And hey, guess what? There's so, so much more. This week on 2 to Who. Oh, it is 2 Dynamite Dudes on a Rampage. WrestleZone.com, and today's date is October 9th, 2021, and that's a very special day. I'll tell you why in a little bit when my degenerate brother Marcus gets into the studio, but this is two, right now for one, but two Dynamite Dudes on Rampage. I got the old logo up there, as you can see, Uh, but I never got to update one, but yes, I am back. Uh, It's been a couple weeks, hasn't it? But uh, I'm happy to be back because uh, there's a lot to talk about. Quite a bit to talk about, isn't there? When it comes to AEW and Dynamite and Rampage and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'll give you a little uh, info. Uh, I was away in Philadelphia. I was helping cover MLW Fightland. Uh, so that was a real hoot and a good time. Uh, what a great show. If you're lucky to catch it on Vice TV, let me know in the chat. Uh, it had Tajiri. From ECW, it also had the title for title fight between Alex Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu. Ooh, you know what? Marcus won't be here yet because I didn't even send him the link. Let me send him the link. Uh, but Nasha, I see you're here. I see Stephen Chambers is here. Thank you for joining, guys. Uh, yep, just uh, getting back in the fold. Marcus, that degenerate slouch is late. So what do you expect you know, he's he's the baby face of this show. Everybody seems to love Marcus, but look, he doesn't show up on time. I'm the one making the wheels turn here. Not him, me. All right? Let's get that straight. But, so yeah, Philadelphia was cool. But it was kind of weird just because I did not, this is like literally my first video thing I've done in like, I think over two weeks. So a uh, little bit of adjustment. Um, I've been under the weather recently as well too, so I've had to weather that storm and um, just been hanging out and dealing with a cough and a bit of a sneeze. Hey, Marcus. Wow. Dom, I came in, as you were saying, weather that storm after under the weather. And I, if I was listening to this, I would have just shut it off. I'm going to shut you off here pretty soon if you don't stop it. <laughs> How are you? 
I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Yes, Marcus. My There's the background. There we go. Marcus, you're farther away from your background typically, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of rearranged my office a little bit today. And uh, so now I'm now I'm over here at the desk. I was I used to be back in that corner. But now your figures are so far away. I know. But hey, man, it's everybody saw them. We might need to. <laughs> you guys, you guys had your fucking chance. We might need to get you a little bit of a ring light now. Yeah, I'm thinking so. It feels very dark in here. It feels yeah, very like this is very like NPR for me, like it very looks like mellow. You're on a on a Russo podcast. That's <laughs> very <laughs> very mellow situation for me right now. What's up, Nesha? What's up, what's up, DJ Steven? What's up, everybody? Thank you, thank you guys for uh, for being here with us. I was telling these folks, it's been probably two over two weeks since I was last on a show, and that makes it. Two weeks for you too. So yeah, yeah, I would say so. Probably about two weeks. And I expressed my uh, anxiety about not doing a show last week because I wanted to uh, keep the streak alive. That was like literally the first week we didn't do a two dynamite dude show. Yeah, it, it felt weird. I gotta say, you know, especially after so many weeks of doing it. But you know, it is what it is. Life life gets in the way, as they say, Dom. Things happen, you know. And that's yeah. Plus, you know, you're happen. a mover and a shaker. You're out there for MLW. Um, I'm doing a little moving and shaking of my own. Is it? Yeah. busy as shit. Nesha's finally out of Facebook jail. Congratulations! Wow, like everything. She, she made bail. She made bail. Uh, <laughs> yep, it's it's good times here around the two dynamite dudes uh, corral over here. Never, never better. And Dominic, things have never been better on AEW Dynamite or yeah. Rampage for that matter. Uh, Dom, you're going to be the host this week, presumably. So okay, so Just please. Yeah, I, so I planned for it. I planned ahead, Marcus. Oh, did, did you really? Yes, I did. Hey, Boy, that's a nice change. Have to let me. I have any bats in the cave at any point. Okay. All right. I'm really. I'm really doing everything I can to not see Stand what's going on in your nose the whole time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wanted to kick it off with this since we didn't do a two dynamite dudes last week. I did want to take away three. Three kind of big points for me. If you wanted to add upon anything that we missed from last week, feel free to go ahead. All right. Well, let's start with this. Your boy, Arn Anderson, really creating some waves, man. Starting, he's packing heat. He's not afraid to show a Glock to some carjacker. He says Cody is. Not only that, but he would spill that guy's brains out <laughs> right on the floor. It's a strong, a strong statement. Quite the promo from good old Enforcer. Enfor the enforcer enforcing. Uh, yeah. Yes. Give me your thoughts. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great. And, you know, as I've been going back and watching a lot of Arn's old stuff from his time in uh, JCP, uh, 1985 to early 86 up to now, um, it's it's very much on character for him. Like, that's, that's Arn Anderson. Um, and so, I mean, always blunt. Uh, you know, famously, he... He uh, once had the line, uh, they put one of yours in the hospital, you put one of theirs in the morgue, yes. right? So, uh, I mean, Arn is no stranger to being a badass out there in front of the camera. So I I thought it was great, man. I thought it was exactly what our, our industry needs. You know what I mean? Uh, Arn, is, he's not afraid to just kind of come right up to the line. Uh, so it's, it's really cool to see him in that in that state. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it's an interesting angle, too. Uh, and this is coming from a guy who thinks Cody is awesome still. I love Cody. I think he's one of the top five workers on the face of the planet. 
Um, but like, I, I think that they need a little freshness to this angle and this whole Rocky thing that they're doing, it works. And we talked about this on the last podcast. You realize that? No, we didn't. Cause we didn't do one with, uh, we did, didn't we? Because we were talking about the whole Rocky. Oh, oh we wait, talked no, about that was Rocky three. Yeah. That no. was, that was before. Yes. That okay. Was before. Cause like, yeah, uh, he was checking on Arn and all that stuff. And so, but we didn't talk about the gun. Yes. Marcus, uh, let's do it right now. Who is your MVP for last week? Uh, but I, I was going to give it to Arn. I, there's no other choice. It's Arn Anderson. It was Arn last yeah. week. No question about it. Yeah. And I, I want to say that that's the first time a manager has been uh, MVP for you and I here. Is it? Isn't it? Might be right. Maybe I gave it to Taz one time. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, I think you might have. But I uh, Taz at one point. But who could possibly get it more? Uh, Nash was asking Dominic, "Did we watch Roads to the Top?" I watched the first episode. I thought it was it was okay. Yeah, I watched a little bit. I only saw clips of it. It was all right. You know, I'm not a big big uh, reality TV guy. Me either. I only like the I only like the stuff where they like um, Marcus and I used to watch that show Face Off on Sci-Fi where it was the makeup competition, and then I watched Lego Masters because they do shit on there. Like you know what I mean? It's like yes. Con- there's like a lot of competition that goes on there. I like that. Like that's kind of more my reality show if I were to dabble in this stuff. I'm not a big reality person though overall. So I will uh, say, I will say, uh, I'm my wife and I watch Lego Masters. It's awesome. Um, but a lot of times I'll be working on the laptop on the couch and she'll be watching like Bachelor, or Bachelor in Paradise, and I'm just like, oh, I have to watch this crap. But then like it, every once in a while she'll no, catch me and she she yeah. gives me she gives me a hard time because I'll be like, why is she going with that fucking asshole? Like I'll say something like oh, that. Oh, that's how you get the guys though. You're like, yeah, that guy's it, a fucking dickhead. Right. I'm like, can't you see it? That guy's a fucking asshole. Oh, well, so this is what I, that's also why I kind of watch Lego Masters because I hate all the fucking people on there. Like, I hate everybody. Like, well, not Will Arnett. He's kind of you funny. hate watching Lego Masters? Well, yeah, I hate watching Lego Masters. Well, I like what they build. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But I'm like, I would, could not stand being with these people because they try to like make you pull out the heartstrings. Like, they had those two like old ladies on the, in the first season. And I'm like, get those bitches out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that is harsh. Uh, harsh dominic and then there was the the father with his son and i'm like i don't give a fuck about their relationship like everybody (laughs) (laughs) just get them off the show send them away they're horrible their build of the the eiffel tower was horrible get them out savagery by you dominic let's 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 talk about wrestling a little bit though dj is saying that ricky starks was his mvp for this week dom well, we'll let's we'll talk about that. We obviously will. Dominic, they can't wait to talk this week. Last week is old news. Let's go. We're nipping at the bud. All right, though. Uh, I did want to mention I, how much I love Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson last week. Though, holy shit! Yeah, that was that was something to see. My I gotta goodness. say, you know, like everybody says, like, well, it's it's this new style. It doesn't jive with with reality. It's not good today. Well, look, if you get the right the right components in there, and we actually saw this on Dynamite this week, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, you get the right components in there, and the new style works with the old style. If mm-hmm. you work the match properly, you've got the old style, very much the old style in many ways with Daniel Bryan combined with uh, with uh, which was it Nick Jackson? Nick Jackson. It was yeah. it was Nick. Um, you got very much the older older style combined with the new style, and it worked. It worked out fine. It worked out fine with with Omega and Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson. Uh, uh, that's going to happen to me a lot. I think yeah, it's still uh, happening. It worked out with them uh, when they had their huge match. So, like, I think that what we're seeing here is, like, you need I, – I think that if you get one uh, each element involved in the match, it works. So, it's – I don't know. For, for old-school wrestling fans, 
there's still some good stuff out there. And Brian, he's so good at like telling the story through like joint manipulation. You would sit like there was that point where he had Nick Jackson by the arm and like he was doing some work with the arm. He like peeled, pulled back the hand and then he checked like the, the forearm, the, the, where the joint, you know, the elbow and like he twists on that and he twists back on that. And like Nick Jackson, like wiggling his knees, you can see Matt and Brandon Cutler in the corner going like, like oh God. Like, <laughs> like it's just like little enhancement stuff. That's it. So like Brian, Brian is so damn good at it. like he he loves it. He loves wrestling and he makes you love wrestling by seeing what he does in the ring with him. So How could you not love it when you're watching what he's up to, man? It's I mean it's it's awesome to see. Um a lot of fun. So yeah, I mean Daniel Brian Danielson, uh if, if it wasn't for Arn. Uh, he would have been my MVP this past week. Another one we could have put in the contendership is a friend of the show, Thunder Rosa versus Natalie Rose. Oh, that's Thunder. right. Yes. Uh, man, yeah, it was good stuff last week. Very good, good stuff. stuff. Right? That's it why I had shame. to touch upon some of this. It stuff. is a shame we didn't get to talk about it because, man, that was that was quite a match. And that was one of those ones because, I mean, friend of the show, Thunder Rosa, you know, you and I both think she's – everything that there is in wrestling number one um so like she's going to this match i'm like man i like the fan of me's coming back out where i'm like man i really want her to win Ooh, ooh, she needs to go over in this like she's a star they need to see it um so yeah it's uh i was bummed out that she didn't win but honestly it's like jade cargill is a little bit too hot to uh to take the the gas off off that situation i you know i was watching so when i first i watched the match again today and same with the Brian Danielson one, but I was watching it at a bar in South Philly. And like, so I was like in conversation, but also at the, on the side of the TV, we had it on. And um, so I was only catching like brief moments and stuff. I got to saw our awesome shotgun drop kick from the top rope. And then um, I saw the finish and I was like, oh man, they, she lost. But then when I went back and watched it, it made plenty of sense because she powerbombed Nyla through the table. And then Jay, Mark Sterling handed Jade the chair and jade just hit her from the back and then hit her repeatedly and stuff and it gives it gives rosa an out it works it and uh yeah I, I think it's fine i do think that rosa needs a belt in AEW. and actually uh, uh it was just said here um who well, said we'll talk about it uh yeah that's obviously on the list today tony khan had that big announcement yeah oh real quick did you want to talk anything else about last week no, let's let's move on and uh, and and let's talk about uh, this past week. Okay, this so, week, Tony Khan had the big announcement: the official introduction of the TBS title, and who Marcus should be the first to hold it. Do you think Thunder Rosa should be the first to hold it, or is she should she be more destined for Britt Baker's belt? While maybe they start off with a different talent holding that belt because we think thunders is a star already so her going after the main title makes sense uh where, where do you fall upon that because i can go either way honestly i feel yeah i mean for me it's got to be it's got to be thunder rosa chasing Britt baker um i think that that she's like Britt baker's kryptonite where, where Britt just keeps pulling out wins against everybody but thunder rosa like obviously thunder rosa did the job for her before but thunder rosa as of now is up one where she's up in the, their last in their last match so like thunder rosa i i think that's kind of the storyline where it's like hey look you know Britt is unstoppable she's incredible this kind of like unstoppable uh force in in wrestling but like there's this one wrestler that always gives her a hard time it's thunder rosa so with that being said, first TBS champion, um, I think it got proved this week who who it should be Dominic at Serena Deep. 
Mm, that's a good choice too. I did not think about her. Yeah, well, that was another aspect I was going to talk about. But. Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb are the Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart of today, where you can make an argument one way or the other that they're the best in the world and for oh, different yeah. reasons. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great question. So, I mean, a great point. I think, uh, here, let's see, who are people suggesting here? Uh, let's see. Ruby? Oh, man, wait a minute. DJ Cat Dominic, speaking of Serena Deeb, DJ Cass here a little bit ago says, Serena Deeb sucks, and Sky Blue needs to get a push and get some big win, whether it's Nala Rose, Jade, or Britt Baker. Um, And Steven pointed it out. He took the words out of my mouth, much like Meatloaf. (laughs) Um, I I think if if Serena Deeb heard you say that, she'd stretch it, dude. (laughs) <laughs> she's, a, she's the, the woman of a thousand holes she's, she's today's combination bret hart dean malenko nothing right. to match with no i think um yeah i don't know how no, he, everybody's I, entitled to their own opinion you don't have to like again marcus style. feels that way dj i don't i don't feel any i feel certain <laughs> opinions are wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's why wrestling's great if we all got it along is, all the time right? wrestling would be boring what kind of fun would that be if everybody's that's why WWE's boring everyone is because everybody's the fucking same right it's like a copy of a copy yep put a hat on a hat and what happens when you make enough copies of copies dominic it gets fucking less quality fades quality fades away uh-huh just kind of like you're you're a copy of me because i came out first and so, like, you're lesser than me. Basically. I was, I was gonna say, you're more like, you know, when they they do the first release of a car and that car sucks, and they're <laughs> like, we need to, we need to improvise or we need to improve this car, and they bring in like real, real, you know, designers and stuff, and just make oh. it a beautiful piece of art. And that's no, redone. once you, once you, you, the masterpiece was there. It's everything just downhill starting off. Let's hammer on. Oh, uh, I think we are. Am I the Danny DeVito in Twins? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> no, I feel um, I would love. Now, yes, uh, that's a great-looking belt, the TBS title. Uh, I also feel I would love, like, I could see Thunder Rosa holding it. But I, I'm very much more of the, the line of, hey, let her go after the, the world championship, you know? something like that like even if you get um somebody to screw her out of the tournament hey Britt baker hey because you know uh Britt even cut a promo which was very funny because she was like i was hoping for the cartoon network title but uh it ended up being the tbs but so what if Britt like and this would be a great thing because Britt's like oh all you guys can have that other belt blah 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 the tbs title i don't care about that stuff what if she did care about it and what if she uh thunder rosa was just like in the semifinals, and she was about to advance and Britt baker screws her out of it and well then- here's here's the other thing for you to look at dominic is Britt is acting like she doesn't care about it what if they have a mystery entrant in the tournament and lo and behold is Britt baker oh um, and it, all of a sudden it's like maybe she does care about it but then she gets to the final against thunder rosa thunder rosa beats her and now it's tbs title versus women's title super Super, Super unprofessional. Un- <laughs> 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 well, you don't want to hear the bad guy? James Ponto Fernando Tegoy. What's hey. up, man? Thanks for, thanks for joining us, buddy. Um, oh, Take Conte uh, is, is DJ's vote. He likes See, that's Conte. a good choice. I think that's a good choice. My choice, Take though. Take Conte? Conte? Take Conte. I think it's Conte. I think it's Take Conte. But, no, now you're making me fuck it up. Um, I think... She would be a good choice. My choice would be legit Layla Hirsch. 
would be the winner for that. I think she's got such a, a unique look, style to her wrestling. Uh, badass, legit badass, like uh, scrappiness. You got you got the whole package for a good TNT champion, TBS champion starting off. Layla Hirsch, that would be my choice. <clears throat> I like I like Layla, but you know I I really think that uh, the, for my money it should be Serena Deeb unless they go with that Thunder Rosa storyline where uh, yeah where Brit's acting like she doesn't care, but it turns out she does. Okay, people are saying Sheeta too. Like that was a good story that they told between uh, Serena Deeb and Sheeta. Like, hey, you made they made you think Sheeta's like I'm gonna get that fiftieth win against Serena Deeb, and she didn't. Like Serena Deeb beat her clean, and then Serena Deeb hit her with her trophy. Pretty cool story there. It was um, good. Uh, I think it was really well done. And the thing is, you know, like uh, uh, Sheeta has. I'm not saying give up on Sheeta by any means. Uh, I think she's great, but but like Sheeta is, is has been to the pinnacle, right? She was the uh, women's champion for a very long period of time. So now it's it's time to build others up, and this is the right way to do it. You kind of swerve fans by you know it's her fifth. It would be her fiftieth win or whatever it is, and it's a big deal. Um, but then all of a sudden what we think we're going to get is not what we get. I mean, it's awesome. Good storytelling. It is good storytelling. Um, yeah, Sheeta, I feel, I thought they were going to turn her heel because like maybe they still will. I don't know. But like, uh, like her just losing at that moment and like, you know, they're getting attacked. You know, I thought like, Hey, you know, this could be a good heel turn for Sheeta and it would shake it up and, and give you a fresh new heel character too, to, to worry about. Um, what about Ruby Soho, Marcus? How about her for first TBS Women's Champ? Um, too soon, and I don't think she needs it. Much like uh, like Jake the Snake right now, I think that she's red hot without having to have a belt in her hands. I um, I agree, but I don't want to see her lose again, like for a long time. You know? No, I, mean? I don't. I don't think she should either. And I guess if she's going to be in this tournament, she's going to have to. But I mean, maybe you further the storyline between her and Britt Baker than for now. You know, where you have Britt Baker screw her. So I don't know. There's, I think it's an option. Dominic James is asking an interesting question. Dominic yes. and Marcus, what would you think of giving the TBS champion the option of turning their title in at any time for a women's world title shot? I'm, I assume is what he means. Yeah, it would yeah. be a great plot device for a heel. It, it would. We talked about this last week, though, with the TNT title. We said, no, we wouldn't like that. I don't know. But this, this, this could possibly work. But then here's here's the issue, and maybe this is what we said we talked about last time, where it's almost like – you want you want these secondary belts to be viewed as on an equal plane. Otherwise, why would people be striving ever to be the TNT champion, right? You would always only want to be the uh, AEW champion. Uh, so it's like, yes, it's not the world championship, but the but it's a highly valued belt at the same time. So if you say, hey, I don't want this belt, I want the other belt, it devalues that belt, if that makes sense. C. Nesha knows it's option C. That's what they do in uh, the X Division. So, like, you know, uh, if you're the X Division title, you have option C, where you give up the X Division title in order to just get a title shot. Uh, see, like, I just don't – I feel if you're going to make the TBS title mean something, you don't do that, like, off the bat. I, I, w I wouldn't do it at all, honestly. Like, and a perfect thing for that, too, is what happened at Fightland, which aired on Vice TV at 10 p.m. on Thursday, was between Alexander Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu – uh hammerstone is the national open weight champion while jacob fatu is the world heavyweight champion both held it for nearly two years both put their belts on the line um and neither gave up their belt so it was title for title i won't ruin who won the match so in case you get to see it 
but the results are posted if you want to check it out on wrestlezone.com or mlw.com because I do both. Uh, but there, I don't think that uh, that no putting the build on the line like that, like it or giving it up, not at this moment in time. And I don't think you should really do that. Like I think it devalues the belt. And you know, if you look at if you look at uh, back in even the '90s, the Intercontinental Title in WWF used to be like it was it was a highly touted belt. It was like you know, obviously it's like you're not the number one guy in the company, but you're certainly number two or thereabouts. Um, considered a top guy if you're carrying the the Intercontinental Championship, and these guys weren't swapping belts every two weeks. Like it, the, you know, when Razor Ramon was champion, he held the belt for you know five months at a time, yeah, longer. So, you know, it's uh. I think that you need to view the TNT title and the TBS title for that matter in that same light. So it was an intriguing idea whenever I first read it here. Uh, it is an intriguing idea still to this point because you think about the storylines you could create from it, but you want to keep, you want to maintain value. Yeah. Um, DJ, Hirsch is not hurt. She's okay. Actually, she's going to be on uh, AEW Restricted, the podcast uh, this week. Uh, if you follow Aubrey Edwards on Twitter, you can actually send her a question for Layla Hirsch for that show. So, She's not hurt, though. She's okay. Uh, Statlander, Marcus. What about Statlander, DJ asks? I love Chris Statlander. You know, I have uh, since since she first came in. I just saw the potential in her. Um, and I think that she's really starting to realize it. I think she's really starting to feel it. And uh, she's getting really good. Um, I would say probably not at this stage. But certainly down the road, um, I there's no reason why not. Um, there's so many options. That's why it kind of makes this tournament pretty cool. Is like you don't know who could win this belt because there's a lot of good names that, that deserve the belt. You know, I have to say, you know, uh, Brandy Rhodes, uh, Kenny Omega, all these people that are that are like working to uh, make this women's division something important and worthwhile and worth wanting to watch. You know, because we grew up in the '90s when like the it was an afterthought. Um, like it, it, Dom, do you recall ever seeing the WCW women's champion defended ever? No championship never. defended. I don't remember it ever. I don't think we had it because Medusa threw it in the trash. That was, that was the WWF women's oh, championship. That's right. that's right. Yeah. Um, they have one. I think Wait, so. they had no, did they even have one when like, I'm uh, pretty sure. And I feel like it was always bull Nakano versus Medusa. Um, at least that's my memory. I'm I don't know. Weigh in if you guys remember it, but I don't, I don't remember ever seeing it. Um, and then what about the 90s? I know that they had the women's championship. I remember Stephanie McMahon and Ivory holding it, but it was like, it. Uh, it was, the, those girls were getting like a, a match every two weeks, maybe. Yeah, it was so, a lot. So, yeah, it's, I I am thrilled with the way that they're positioning uh, the women's division in AEW. And like, honestly, like, I get equally as excited when thunder rosa comes out as i do when cm punk or uh or brian danielson kenny omega name it uh, she's uh, her serena deep they're they're incredible and i'm so glad that they're being positioned the way that they're being positioned in this company all the women yeah 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 what'd you think of that match too real quick by the way serena deep and- um i i've got nothing against akaro Shida whatsoever but i was just kind of i would see her matches and think like i mean she's good you know didn't really jump off the page for me like she's yeah she's fine she's good she can work you know uh, nice this is the best i've seen her and that's the point i was trying to make uh earlier when it comes to like kind of this newer style 
versus an, an old school style and how you can combine them to create a good match. It was a really good match. I thought they worked really well together. Thought they had nice chemistry, and uh, I think that a lot of that has to do with understanding simple psychology of like, okay, uh, you know, Serena Deeb wants to wants to get you on the ground. You know, she wants to out wrestle you, whereas Hikaru Shida is more about like striking, strategic. You know, yeah. so it's uh, I I thought it just worked really well. Yeah, I like too the little spot where like, uh, uh, Steve's head was hanging over the apron. And like Sheeta goes to kick it, I think she connects. But Jr. is like, she's got to be careful of that, or else like that's something that you can scout real easy. And sure enough, like she just sets up a chair, and like uh, Deep grabs the chair and slides it back under the ring. And like Tony's like, hey, yeah, you're right, Jr. Look, she did scout that stuff. So. It's it, and that kind of stuff is awesome. Just yeah. works really well. Yeah. Uh, James says, didn't Daphne defend the women's title? I'm sure. I, I'm honestly, it was it was positioned so low on the card, and it was such an afterthought for when it came to other storylines that, like, I I can't remember. Yeah, I really no, I can't. can't either. I think it was. I think I remember like Gorgeous George, like Macho Man's other girlfriend, holding it, and then yeah, Medusa was back and maybe held it. I can't remember. But um, how about Abaddon? I don't hate it. Um, I I think that Abaddon's character needs to be built more um well, i don't remember the last time i saw abaddon on tv uh do you yeah it was a little bit ago it was like a couple weeks ago i think she came out to a huge pop too maybe when i was was i there for one of the shows or something when she came out here's the thing she's got something you know the character is unique it's not something that we see everywhere all the time um so there's there's something there with abaddon and it's something that like she indelible an indelible mark on on my mind when it comes to wrestling and women's wrestling like anytime she comes out i'm like oh shit there's abaddon you know what i mean like like it's like oh fuck okay better pay attention there's abaddon you know so uh it's it's cool uh and i i don't hate the idea of her being the first tbs champion but i think that they need to build her a little bit more yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Nesha, before we move on, Dom. Uh, oh, yeah, please. Yeah, Nesha it. said uh, she's watching Knockouts Knockdown uh, right now, and she says uh, Daphne got a 10-bell salute on Knockouts Knockdown before the show, which also uh, they're dedicating the Monsters Ball match that they're having on that uh, card to her as well, so that's pretty darn cool. That's awesome. So. And, you know, I, I hope that they, uh, that's a consistent thing. You know, uh, when somebody when somebody passes away, it's like it, it feels like there's a lot of respect given up front a lot of the time. And then it's like, you know, I want to I want to keep hearing about these people. Um, so, like, that's why I love what AEW is doing. They're respecting Owen Hart. They were, they're respect, respecting Brody Lee. I would love it if uh, if Impact did the You know, let's let's do a, a tournament for. Her. Yeah, something something would be really neat like that. I don't know cool. if I have a banner for this one, but there, uh, this is like kind of bearing the lead in a lot of ways, which I don't have a banner for. Uh, Marcus Hangman Page came back, baby. How about uh, that? Casino ladder match. What a swerve, too, by everybody. Uh, like even the announcers, where they were just like, maybe it's Miro, maybe it's this person. I wonder who it's going to be. And it's like oh, Hangman Page was not even on my radar. Oh, really? See, he was. If you were follow, if you're on like, I know you're busy doing the other social media stuff, but. If you were following the social media a lot, he was like a heavy favorite to to show. Oh, really? Yeah, everybody yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so swept away in the other stuff I'm doing. I it it wasn't even on my radar. I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe they're gonna like debut somebody. I was like, oh, well, maybe Bobby Fish will work like double duty, you know. As but you know, lo and behold, it was Hangman Page and nice reaction. Holy smokes! Oh yeah, he's ready, man. I like his outfit too. That was fucking cool. 
he looks cool, man. He looks like he's in great shape. Um, I think I think he's got a nice run in his future. I mean, it, right now, Dominic, uh, and again, I'm, I'm going back watching a lot of old JCP stuff right now. Right now, he reminds me he's hot in the same way that like Magnum TA was hot. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a real good comp right there. Magnum, that's a real good comp. Yeah, so I mean... In him, we get to see, like, this is kind of like a redo on Magnum TA in my mind, you know, where it's just like uh, what Magnum TA could have been. We kind of have that same potential right now, right here with Hangman Page. Yeah, no, that's a really good, that's a really good comp right there. Like, and uh, Hangman, man, yeah, he's just over and he's going to get even more over. Like, they keep handling him right and booking him right. I think they have a good plan in mind because, you know, they just put him on the table because of, you know, the pregnancy and all that stuff. So, uh now he's back in business and uh, he's ready to drink some beers and kick some ass. So I like it. Uh, James asks, what about, oh, wrong one, Santana Garrett. Do you know Santana Garrett, Marcus? I do, yes. Okay. She wouldn't be bad either. I think they, again, she's kind of in the lines of Abaddon where they kind of need to build somebody more. So but, Honestly, and uh, uh, I know Santana Garrett. Um, I've, I've actually known about her work since, oh gosh, 2009. When she was yeah. still in the Indies, yeah. I was, I was, she was on my radar, but um, I didn't know that she was in AEW. Oh, she, I think she had a match on Dark and Elevation or something like that. Cool. She was just I'm, released from uh, WWE from the next. I'm, season. I'm glad she's there. Talented girl. She's very talented. Yeah, definitely great look. Everything like that. Uh, she. This is the one I wanted to click on. Was Paige, Paige, the one we know from WWE NXT joining AEW. Now she's uh we don't know her health status in regards to her neck. It seems like she could maybe come back, but she was kind of on the lines of she's never going to wrestle again. So um, I think she would be a good addition. But again, it's really, I think uh, something about this Weez Dynamite too just told me that they, it's, it, it's conveyed a lot that, hey, there's a lot of people here, you know, and uh, it's, it's hard to focus on, on a certain amount of people and give them the proper amount of attention too. It is. It uh, is. Um, and I like Paige, and I think that she's really talented. I think that she has a lot to offer, uh, not just in the ring, but also as a, as a, as a personality uh, in wrestling. But the issue is we've already got a bunch of personalities in AEW. So, like, if she's not going to wrestle, we've already got a bunch of wrestlers in AEW. We've so, already got a bunch of personalities that don't wrestle, too. Exactly. So it's uh, is there space? Is there need? Does she? Will you get the value back? Uh, in, in what you pay her in a salary? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I would think that if Tony Khan does, he's got some kind of a, a big plan in mind. But I know as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. James is saying maybe he's a female commentator. Sure. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat. Okay. Yeah, so that's how, that would be a great way to get the value out of her. Uh-huh. Like, how about her on Rampage? And then at how some about, point, how about her with Taz? Her with Taz? That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. And then um, at some point, if she's able to wrestle, and you can go that route, you know. There you go. Yeah, I, I, that would be bad. Hey, James, you talked us into it. Uh, hey, Bit, what's up? Uh, Fish will turn heel, joining with Labor. Oh, I like that. I like that, Steven. Marcus, what do you think of Bobby Fish, baby? I like Bobby Fish. Um, so I have not. I I had never seen any of his stuff in NXT. No. Um. Nope. Never had. Uh. So I I'm knew. Listening. I knew of him. I knew his name. Um, 
I, he was like on my radar, but I've, I haven't seen the guy work. So this is really my first exposure to him. I thought he was cool. Like he's got a, he's got a great look. Uh, he works really well. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think you can make some money with him. You know, that being said, he's all elite. They signed him. It's official. He's with, oh, did they sign him? You saw yeah, him? I saw that. I saw the Bobby fish is all elite graphic unless oh, somebody really? just made one. I don't know. Oh, that could happen. Marcus. I, I don't know. know. I didn't see I, anything like that. Pretty sure he's all elite though. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, I'll check the Twitter machine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the story is, but uh, I I see where he adds value. But like, what's the plan? What are we doing? You know, there's there's a lot of big names in AEW right now, and there's only so much TV time. This is always what we talk about. It always know, comes down to this. With it you always comes down to this. It does. Yeah. It really does. Um, no. Here's here's a question: Is like back in the day? Let's let's say like even like the uh, early '90s or the. Uh, or, or let's even go back to the eighties with a wrestling promotion, like what bringing people in like this, was it like, it, it was still a territory situation, right? Where it was like a guy would come in and then another guy would go out and move into another territory. Yeah, Right. Right. Maybe. So now we don't, we don't have that. So it's like, uh, we're reaching critical mass with this roster. It's like, man, something's got to give. Something does got to give. Yeah. It's like, it like we're going to get to the point where every single match on every single night is like, is a pay-per-view quality match. You know, you're going to have CM Punk squaring off against Hangman Page on like a Wednesday night instead of getting a pay-per-view buy out of it. Yeah, no, that's true. I, it's, there's just something we got to, they got to work out. I don't think Fish is all elite. Uh, I think uh, maybe he's, maybe he's on like a five match deal or something like Matt Cardona was or something at the moment. I don't know. Just because, like, I don't see that on the feed. I didn't hear about that. So, um, and he was on MLW Opera Cup, and then I think he's wrestling somewhere else too. Uh, let's see. But yeah, I, I kind of like that there. Stephen Fish joining the heel with Lambert. Let's talk about that. That's going to be a big headline match next week on Rampage. Is Inner Circle versus uh, Men of the Year plus Junior Dos Santos step in the ring in multi-tag man action. Uh, I know we're kind of jumping around because Rampage came after Dynamite, but uh, what'd you think of that whole segment that went on dynamite? Cause that's where the, the whole thing went down basically was that. Well, let me say, I, I didn't know that the inner circle was still a thing. I was like, are we just quietly walking? It was actually during that match as I was watching. Oh, was that it. when you realized? Well, I, well, actually as the match was going on, I was thinking like, is there inner circles not a thing anymore? Right? Like it looks like Sammy Guevara is like, he's won the TNT title. He's striking out on his own. So like I guess inner circle's just done. Then lo and behold, it's like at the end of the match, it's like oh okay, I guess it's, it is still a thing. But this is the first time inner circle's been acknowledged uh, for a while on TV, right? Uh, no, because a couple weeks. The reason I knew they were still together is because Chris Jericho mentioned the, them on commentary and that they're still a team and all that stuff. Oh, okay, and then, I then you that. had like Jericho and Hager tagging together and stuff like that. There's all indication that inner circle is still a thing, you know. So they're still like, hey, I'm gonna mute. Uh, but talk about what you thought about the whole like Lambert and things like that. I'm just gonna mute so people don't hear gross stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh God, you're still sick and disgusting over there. <laughs> I'm recovering. I'm on the up and up. All right. Um, well, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a good segment. The Dan Lambert thing is really growing on me. Um, just because he is really a good talker, Dominic. Maybe you could go off screen <laughs> so we don't have to see you be gross. <laughs> He's just like throwing up on, uh, in the background on his on his, on his screen over there. 
<laughs> um, but no, you know, the Dan Lambert thing at first, I was like, okay, the guy's a good promo, but like, what the fuck are we doing with him? But now it's like, okay, he's a consistent thing. This is not, this wasn't some one-off Pete Rose situation. Like he's here and it's, it's going to keep happening. So I, I think I was throwing up. No, I knew that you weren't going to throw up. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, okay, he's going to excuse himself and go blow his nose somewhere. And all you do is mute. And then you're still on the screen and you're like, you're like having a rough time over there. So. I ducked. I ducked and hid. Yeah, feel free to stand up and get the fuck out of everybody's view All if right. you're going to be disgusting. I wasn't um, thinking about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, I think the Lambert thing is is working. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I'm I think it's cool. Um, that being said, I'm wondering where they're going after this. Like after this whole inner circle thing, is is Lambert still going to be around? Good point. Like, is it just like maybe it, like I don't think that would be a bad thing if it's just like a one kind of thing deal for a while, and they can like you said, like he like leave the territory, come back. You know, I'd be alright with that. You know, because sure. there's a lot of people on the roster you got to worry about. Again, it could just go uh, Dom Nesha feels that you're not being disgusting. She's oh, fine. Thank too. you, thank you, Nesha. See, that's nice. You are though. Um, what's next though on the list, Dom? Oh, let's take again. Let's take again. Uh, oh yeah oh yeah CM Punk taking on all challengers you know uh, I said on Twitter last night uh, that he uh, he fought Daniel Garcia but I was saying like this is something like Punk starting off and coming back with all these new matches and stuff it's like Mad Men uh, you don't know I don't know how much you see of the show but like there's an episode where it's he's got to pitch uh, the Kodak carousel and it's like this old time like projector thing that would like go around where it's like, you know, showing clips, almost like a slideshow thing, but a Kodak carousel. And I was like, that that this is all something that not only Punk can add to his carousel, but all these wrestlers can add to their carousel as well. They're competing against them. like Hobbs, like, hey, that's when I fought CM Punk. Daniel Garcia, that's when I fought CM Punk. You know, that kind of thing. And Punk could be like, hey, this is when I come back and, you know, started cutting it up with the newer guys and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, and I thought it was a really done, well done match, kind of in the same vein of of the Nick Jackson and uh, Dan- Brian Danielson match, where like different different uh, pace, but it was like you know a, a good story told in it. You know, I liked it. I liked it. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, CM Punk is is proven he still got it uh, on the mic in the ring. You know, he's uh, like. Seven years off, no ill effects on CM Punk, which is pretty remarkable. You know, you hear all the time how ring rust is a real thing and how like, oh, man, you know, the the pro wrestling conditioning is is unlike any other conditioning. Um, But no, he looks he looks like a million bucks out there. Um, And man, like I'm, I'm seeing like promo images, graphics posters stuff like that and just like you when you see these images and graphics and you've got guys like cm punk and uh brian danielson as like the featured talent on there it's like man that is that's a big deal um aew is really leveled up and i think that cm punk is kind of like he's at the head of the pack for that movement oh yeah oh yeah um i also like the promo he did on wednesday i almost forgot to mention that where he comes out and he he's like, hey, you like my Jordans? And then he's like, I you know, I came from humble beginnings, and then he ties it all into being for like working in Philadelphia and like doing all this stuff from like a different area of Philadelphia and all that stuff. Working nonstop, every nonstop, night. and then he was able to buy like a computer and and something else and something else. And he thought he was rich, and he's like, but I was rich because I had people around me and like the environment around me. 
And then he's like, I had you guys and all that stuff. It was a great promo. promo. Yeah. Great promo. And they gave his shoes to that uh, Orange Cassidy kid in the crowd. And he like said something to him, probably gave yeah. him like some advice or whatever. I hope he did the Ray Mysterio thing is like, do something with your life, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is, for those of you who don't know that story, it's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard. Uh, some Somebody who was a kid when Ray Mysterio was doing that whole like put his head against the kid and talk to them and then like give him the mask back in the day. This would have been like 2008, maybe, you know, this, this kid's an adult now and he, he wrote it on, I, it must've been Twitter or something, but he wrote, <laughs> that's what Ray said to him. He put his head against this kid's head and he said, do something with your life, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just an unbelievable story. It's great. No, it was awesome though. That was such a cool, cool thing to do. And like, just a, you know, it's a, it's a great way to, carry punk going and you know keep the heat with them like because people like cheering them obviously billy loves yes. cheering them i don't know oh they're in miami next week they're in miami so that like it'll be cool and not to mention i we forgot to mention this how about that fucking when uh the inner circle was out there uh that crowd was really singing judas and it, like honestly that's that's one of the times when you know i i have uh, famously gotten annoyed by the whole like singing crowd situation but like th- that's one of the times when it's like a, a moment that you can't pay for uh you you wouldn't be able to hand out flyers before the show and get get fans to do it they just have to do it yeah. and they did it they they just made it work um and it was it, it worked so well with the circumstances too um so it was just like i don't know it's not always bad for the fans to uh, want to be involved with the show and that was that was an example of it being good uh and uh dan lambert handled it great too he's like he did oh he god did. how long is this gonna take <laughs> he's what a what an old pro for a guy <laughs> yeah. who's just like in the business all of a sudden like yeah. he just knows what to do so yeah that i'm glad that you brought that up because that was a standout moment in that whole situation yeah that was pretty neat so uh, that Philly crowd was great. Uh, Marcus, we're familiar with the Temple area of Philadelphia. Not the best of areas in uh, the city. <laughs> it is not really close to uh, one of the most dangerous sections of the city, which Dominic and I used to have to walk through on a daily basis. Um, yeah, so it's 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 it butts right up against a very da- dangerous area. But uh, it's, I mean, hey, if these fans were, were ready to brave that situation to come out and see their guys. I had to act like a freak, so I didn't get attacked by freaks. Well, I'm sure that wasn't a hard transition for you. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> uh, let's see. Steven says, do you guys see Jericho taking out so he can start his tour? I think a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Steven. He's, uh, he's been doing his tour here and there, though. He was like in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago, um, and he's hit uh, other shows that he's been doing, too. I can't remember where else he's been at, but he's been doing that. So he's been making both work. Um, so I could maybe see him like going back and, you know, maybe, maybe taking a week off here and there and doing, doing his tour stuff and other, other things too. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that Marcus. Do you, would do you see that happening? Yeah, I do. And you know, it's, it's clearly a big part of his life is, is his music and it's just a matter of time before he's back on tour. Right. So, I mean, this is, this feels like it's been a consistent thing throughout his career where it's like, he's there, he's not there. Well, he's on tour. That's a, weren't you fucking listening? I just said he is. On tour. I, I don't know, but the, the, the regardless, it's, <laughs> <laughs> in spite of that. Uh, yeah, I can see it. I can see it for sure. And maybe it should happen. You know, because if if this Lambert, if Lambert and his crew are going to be sticking around, then uh, then they could probably use a big win. You know, you don't want to have him coming in just like get beat. And then all of a sudden, you know, the angle's dead. Yeah. 
Oh, Stephen brought up a good point too in Punk's promo: cheesecake or cheese steak? He's like, which one is it? Is like, yeah, I, th- I think he just accidentally said cheesecake. Yeah, uh, yeah. he knows the cheesecake, obviously. Cheese steak, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but he made it work again. Yeah. You know, he like turned it into a joke. The crowd got involved. It worked. So God, I'm hungry for a cheesesteak right now. Uh, I'm yeah. good. I, if I never eat another cheesesteak again, I'm good. How many did you have though when you were there in Philly? Yeah, more than ten. Seriously? Yeah, in the two years I was there, more than ten. Wow! Yeah. See, literally, dude, I've only probably had like. When I lived there, maybe I had two or like. Oh wow! Well, no, that's yeah, two. I well, maybe two and a half because I had one at. I always ate at gyms. I'll tell you this: nobody, nobody gives a shit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn it! Hold on, muting again. Oh Jesus! Would you mind getting off the fucking screen? Yeah, this I'll time? get off the screen this time. You Wasn't piece that of shit, shit, asshole! You fucking garbage human. Anyways. Uh, so yeah i think the cm punk made it work i think he always makes essentially anything that he's involved in work cm punk uh the consummate pro and again i i mean it really speaks to him as a performer to be gone since 2014 and be able to just seamlessly come back in not just as a personality but then also as a performer out there so yeah i thought it was unbelievable um, James is saying Jericho deserves his goat status. I think so too. Is any? How do you guys feel about uh, Jericho continuing to be a performer? You know, I believe he just turned fifty, if I recall right. Uh, I think he just turned fifty this year, so it's like he's getting up in years. Uh, he is slowing down, as we've discussed here. Um, so the tour aside, you guys think it's time for uh, Jericho to hang it up um, and and start focusing on being an announcer, or do you guys like seeing him come out and get involved in the ring? You know, the fact, I, I will say this, and I've mentioned this to Dominic, I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before. Chris Jericho is one of those guys who has been in the ring with everybody because of the time period of his career. Essentially, every big name ever Chris Jericho has bumped up against at some point or another. So, I mean, like, you know, obviously, like, he's never wrestled Bruno San Martino or Andre the Giant, but, like, he's wrestled Hulk Hogan. He's wrestled Roddy Piper. He's wrestled Kevin Nash. He's wrestled Ric Flair. Like it, he's been in the ring with everybody. Um, so Chris Jericho, I think is it, it's a it's a cool situation to have him involved in AEW because again, it's this guy with this legacy where he's been in the ring with so many huge personalities. All of a sudden, now it's like he's he's in the ring with Darby Allen. You know, so it's it's just it's really cool to see this continue to uh, perpetuate. So, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence when it comes to Jericho as an active performer. Still, how do you feel, Don? Oh, you know where I'm at. I think he should go as long as he wants to. Well, obviously, you know, it's his life. He should go as long as he wants to. You know, he's got to do what makes him happy. I'm just saying, as a fan, you know, would you prefer to see him in the booth, or you want to see him keep going? Keep going. Yeah, I think yeah, he's, good I mean, on, he's great on commentary. People, like we said, like I think he's even this past uh, rampage. He, I thought he did a great job and added such like humor and stuff like that to Philly. And like he could, he was popping Taz legitimately and stuff like that. Like with his he's comments. funny and he's, he's got a, he's got a great personality. Yeah, and like he still has some really great moments in the ring. Has he slowed down? You bet. He sure, has. And anybody cool. anybody would if you're fifty. But um, you know, for the pure value of having him. Uh, come like a guy with again with his legacy, uh, you know, matching up against people like Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. Again, we still need the best of three out of Jericho Omega. Which, by the way, maybe that should be Jericho's retirement. Don't you think? Mm, that's not bad. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Something to think about. I would just use it to use it though. I figured that. I mean, like if he's not going to retire, don't be like, hey, you want to retire for this one? <laughs> like, just like if you want to have the match, just have the match. Don't base it around his retirement. 
know what I mean? Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. You tell you mentioned Darby. Darby dueling it with MJF. Uh, I've really liked how they've handled this whole thing. Like, you know, first it's like, oh man, like I can't believe he said that stuff, you know. But then they have a sit down with Jr. and uh, Darby like talks about it, and he's like, yeah, that's why I paint half my face, and like he's like, because I'm half dead. He's like, I, you know, all and like he explained it all. I thought it was really well done, and it carried it into uh, later on where he get attacked in the parking lot. Limbo pulls up, he accepts a match against MJF, and then a limbo pulls up. All these hooded guys come out and beat him down. And uh, clearly a pinnacle, and um, leave him laying for dead, and then uh, he can't compete next week. So, uh, Mark, what did you think of all that? The Eric Watts puts him in the SDF in the parking lot. <laughs> that's a, that's a reference to old school <laughs> stuff. <laughs> he did that to Arn in like a fucking gas station parking lot. In a parking gas station. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Um, here's what I liked about it is that it felt like it felt very much like uh, last week on the Young and the Restless because it's like is they uh, Tony Khan and I think AEW understands that C- having CM Punk and Daniel Bryan involved has invited a whole new group of wrestling fans over that were not involved in AEW before. They hear about these two on the show and they're like, all right, I'm going to check it out. And then they get sucked in. So it's like for all these people know, they're just like, okay, what's the deal with the guy with half his face painted? So now we need an exposition purge where they're yeah. just like, by the way, here's what's going on with Derby Allen. Yeah. <laughs> and here's why we like him because he's fought through so much. He's had it, this much difficulty. He's smaller than everybody, but he's, he's tenacious. You know what I mean? So I, it was an exposition purge and I thought it worked really well. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that they did it. And yeah, I mean, it was clearly the pinnacle. Why wear masks? Of course it was the pinnacle. <laughs> so they have their out. They have their own out. I guess. Like, so. Oh yeah. We didn't do it. No. <laughs> what are you, you know, talking about? Like, well, that's what, uh, who, who was on commentary that kept saying that. Oh, that's, oh, Tony, Tony kept saying that. He's like, you know, they're going to just go and be like, that's not us. And, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, I thought it worked. I liked it. I liked it all. I, I'm really liking Darby versus MJF. I just, it's a good feud to have. And Nesha Dominic and I used to be huge young and the restless fans. So I'm not oh, knocking yeah. it. Um, I haven't watched it since I was in, oh, maybe ninth grade, but I used to dig it. When I was in college, I would tape it on a VCR and then watch it when I could. So, and that was over 12 years ago, more than that, 15. So, <laughs> probably more than that. You're yeah. getting old. Uh, getting old, dude. I'm getting old, man. Um, Dominic, uh, DJ is asking, what are your thoughts on Leo Rush signing as well as yeah. his comments saying that Dante Martin, that he has a business proposal for him? Do you think that Rush will do the role he did with Lashley in WWE? I think maybe starting off, he's going to wrestle, though, I will say. Like, I just, you know, I don't, I can't confirm that. But, I mean, like, I, he's just there. He's going to be there to wrestle. You know, I, I, mean? I think that in WWE, it was classic Vince McMahon. Well, he's small. He's small. And he's a like good what talker. They, what the rumors were for Adam Cole. Right. He's know? small, but he can, he's a good talker. Make him a manager, pal. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't know that that was Leo Rush's first choice. Uh. And I doubt if he's no, going to be a manager I, I in AEW. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I don't picture him being a uh, manager in AEW. Or. Uh. But I guess. I guess we'll see. Maybe like a faction of some sort or something. Like I'll tell you that. No, that's that's a fun route. Uh. I'll tell you this, Dominic, and that's that. Uh, Leo Rush would make a very good first AEW oh, cruiserweight champion. Wow. Yes. How about that? Maybe he can do a business proposition and get a cruiserweight belt made. I, it, I, I think it needs to happen. Yeah. Introduce the cruiserweight belt any way you can, I think. 
You no question a, about it. One count, make it one count. That's it. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's intriguing. I like, uh, and then, hey, Marcus, we got what we're going to get out of it, man, is uh, Matt Seidel versus CM Punk on Rampage next week. How fun is that? That's going to be real fun, man. It's going to be real fun. I mean, that's, that's a good match, and, and I think it'll be a lot of fun, especially because Seidel, yes, he's a high flyer, but he also does a lot of, like, very interesting submission maneuvers. Uh-huh. So, uh, so, yeah, I think it could be a, a really good time. Well, uh, we do have to say this. So, after Rampage aired last night, Tony Khan called out WWE and said, hey, I hear you're going to go an extra half hour against us. I'm looking forward to uh, going head-to-head with you and, and basically beating you, right? So, uh, like, and now uh, the ratings from this week did come in, or the early ratings, uh, and they're projected to be for Rampage, and they're projected to be lower than they were last week. So, Rampage has been kind of on a little bit of a downturn. Uh, he's really stacked the Rampage card for next week. Well, I mentioned... Uh, I'll be right back. Hang okay. I mentioned Punk and uh, Seidel, uh, Ruby Soho competing against the Bunny, and then we have the Inner Circle and Junior Dos Santos uh, fighting Jericho. And, yeah, obviously. So uh, I'm curious. What do you guys think? Does uh, AEW have a shot against a uh, top broadcast company like Fox? Still airing uh, SmackDown at at past 10 p.m., but also at the same time they're going to be having Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. So uh, mainstream crowds more familiar with WWE product. It's obviously on a, a more accessible channel, um, and the ratings have been consistently like big for you know for what wrestling is today. For WWE on that channel, they've you know it's been hasn't been ultimately what Fox has wanted, but they've gotten it. So uh, what do you guys think, Marcus, uh, going into that context? you need me to explain anything, or do you understand where I'm coming at? What, no, do, you I'm about, what do you think about all this? Does uh, Rampage next week have a shot with what, what's been going on? Um, I think they do, but I also think that uh, Vince is a, is a gamer. So, uh, you know, I'm not saying he's going to call the rock and be like, hey, I need you to show up next Friday so we can so we can beat oh, them. But thank you, Nesha. That's a great point. Sorry to interrupt. She did mention it's going to be on FS1 next week. So thank you. Thank you, Nesha. That's a great, great point. Because, yeah, that, that does change the game. If Fox, I think they have a real legit shot then. Like, I thought, for some reason, I heard somebody... It crossed in my head. I heard today that it was on FS1, and I just totally forgot about it. So thank you, Nesha. That's yeah, it's on FS1. So I think they have a legit shot now. It completely changes my. I think I think that on paper, yes, probably. A, I I suspect <laughs> that Rampage is going to beat them, but only if if they stay the course at WWE. Because like I said, Vince to me is like a, the ultimate competitor. So like I wouldn't put it past him to be like, uh, hey, Stone Cold, I need a favor. Or hey, Brock, you're gonna wrestle on this instead of fucking crown, on, instead of Blood Money Six, pal. Right. Right, and just for the simple fact of like, okay, shut up, because I can beat you anytime I want to. It, like, might be the whole mentality that Vince would approach it with. Um, not that I agree with that mentality. I think that he would burn out before he would uh, be able to match talent with with what AEW has got. But yeah. I don't know. Um, it's. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think that we're going to hear some interesting stuff in the coming week. Um, and uh, I don't know, as Mr. John Alba shared an image of uh, Randy Orton next to uh, Kurt Angle today. I'm not uh-huh. saying that there's anything to it, but 
you know, it's we might have a little something going on here uh, in WWE to attempt to uh, to kind of reassert themselves as the dominant that, wrestling product. That was an indication that Kurt might be rolling on over there. Sounds like it. I don't know. Hard to say. I don't even know. Did Randy Orton get drafted to SmackDown? I don't even know because he's on Raw technically. I have no idea. Nesha, you watch WWE. Nesha, weigh in. Help, somebody help us out. Yeah, Randy Orton drafted to SmackDown now. Brock is scheduled for Friday, DJ says. So maybe he'll be on later on that time. Uh, so, yep. So he could show up. Uh, plus, yeah, Steve, Steven and uh, DJ, I think, both made the points that baseball's on. That's why I should know that too. I was just uh, game last night. And Nesha and DJ both say Randy's on or off. So, okay. I'll just shut up about that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I was curious. I saw that Alba posted that as well. And I didn't know what he was referring to. Um, Let's see. Oh, tag titles say on Rasa there. Okay. Um, yeah, I think heck, Pete, this is what I do not get. People bitching about stones getting casted. What are people? What are you watching? What are you watching? Okay, you're watching fucking wrestling. Okay. That's the whole point of wrestling is to be to out promote the other company. Okay. It's the business. It's the business. Um, it's yeah. competition. Golly. And by the way, it's been happening for decades um, yes. where like Vince McMahon kind of started this whole thing where it's like, nope, the other, the competition doesn't exist. Never acknowledge them on TV um, where most companies used to um, WCW famously used to give away Raw's finishes, but you know, because Raw was pre-taped, they'd be like, Hey, don't turn the channel because right now Savio Vega is wrestling gold dust and we're about to have Goldberg come out. <laughs> you know, like they'd say something like that. Mark, and you're covering Jim Crockett promotions too. And uh, yeah. And, and G, uh, Ole Anderson used to, used to bring up other promotions all the time. Uh, he would kind of, he wouldn't bring up Hulk Hogan, but he would say like, we're not some kind of a cartoon product. He'd like say stuff like that. Yeah, He'd yeah. bring up Bruno San Martino. You know, so it's he was not all, so the thing back in the day, though, was that it was it was also, OK, when my contract expires here are that if they don't resign me, uh, can I go get work in another territory? So uh, here I'll, I'll poke the bear a little bit so I can maybe start a storyline. I think that was a yeah. big part of it. Too. Oh, that's a big part of it. And like Randy Orton did that, too, when he was a free agent. Remember, he was like hanging out with FTR and like really teasing. Hey, I might go to AEW and it just amped up his contract. and He got paid. Yeah. So, so it's, I mean, it's good business, uh, but yeah, it's in any case, we digress. Look, well, it's we, a, no, we don't. I think that it's like, Hey, you're going to, you, if you're in prison, you're going to stab the the scariest guy in prison, right? That's who you go after. That's who you go after. Stab first. Dominic. Stab him. Stab him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very aggressive. Um, well, yeah. And that's it. Look, it's, it's wrestling. Uh, you're gonna call it the competition. I love Bischoff back in the day saying that, that he wanted to beat up Vince McMahon. Yes, uh, it was it, it was awesome. And it as made a dumb wanna... fat twelve year old, <laughs> it was like, is Vince gonna show up? What's really funny is like now you know you hear back about it on like eighty three weeks in these other podcasts where like people are saying like, no, Vince wanted to go. Like he, he heard that invite and he, he wanted to be there. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think it's, I just think it's cool. Um, I think it opens the door for opportunities too, because here's the other thing is like, I'm not completely rolling out AEW eventually, maybe one day opening the forbidden door with WWE. Um, and I, I think, I think AEW would do that right now. And then if sure, it was like, Hey, let's, let's try to do something. Sure. The, the it, fact remains like WWE doesn't want to do that. And you know you like just in case they ever decide to, I'd bring their name up once every program. I'd I'd bring up some crap that they're doing over there. 
I don't see what the big deal is. Hey, happy birthday, DJ. I didn't know it was your B-Day. DJ, right. happy birthday, man. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Thoughts on Lucha Brothers versus the Acclaimed. Oh, yeah. Acclaimed was way over with crowd now, and then they should be tag champs soon. Yeah, you know, I think they um I think they need to get some wins for sure again. I th- it's just like, you know, it, again, a lot of people and uh the Lucha Brothers need to really establish themselves as tag team champs and I think can go on quite the run right now. So, uh but yeah, I thought it was a good match and a fun match. Uh they did it. They all did a good job together. I love Anthony Bones. I think he's great. Casters pro uh rap on Philadelphia was good stuff. Bringing up Gritty, Ben Simmons, Rocky, all that stuff. Arn. Oh yeah, you mentioned Arn. That was good with the yeah, the <laughs> that was good stuff. So yes, um, um, yeah, I, I think that you can only hold the, hold those two down for so long because you know uh, Anthony Bones has got an incredible look, great technician, good in the ring. Um, Max Caster is just like now the crowd expects it every time he comes out. Everybody gets excited like, oh man, what's he gonna say? You know, uh, like, honestly, he, he said some stuff that he shouldn't have said, um, but might not have been the worst thing for his career because now every time he comes out, everybody's like, is he going to cross the line? Say something. What's he going to say? Right. Yeah. So yeah. so he shouldn't have said it. I don't condone what he said, but the fact that he did say it may long term have helped him. Yep. People are going to listen. Yes. Uh, oh, DJ says the 22nd is his birthday. Well, DJ, you're going to get a couple more then probably. Happy early birthday. Or DJ. if you just want to change it to today, that's fine. We can just leave it at that. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, DJ. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy new birthday. That's it. It's my daughter's uh, birthday today. Yes. And Marcus, I was going to say this. Do you know who, what wrestler your daughter shares a birthday with? Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, she does, doesn't she? Wow. How about that? She also shares a birthday with Gene LaBelle. All right. How about that? Man, good company. Very good company. She's going to start a faction when she grows up. It's going to happen. <laughs> She's already got a wrestling name by accident, Piper. <laughs> Not by accident. Um, <laughs> Thanks, oh, oh, man. Top 10 tag teams. James, that's a lot. Let's see. We won't go through the whole thing, but I'll name. How about our top three? Uh, Marcus, you start. I'll, I'll start FTR for me, number one. Marcus? FTR. Okay. Number two, Von Eriks from MLW. Marcus? Ah. <sighs> This is where it gets sticky because there's so many good ones. There's good ones. Um, uh, do your do your next one and then I'll do mine. Number three. Oh, this dead air is brutal. Ah, uh, it's just it's thinking air. It's not dead. We're thinking. Okay. <laughs> thinking air. This is thinking air. Ooh, Marcus, did you think of one yet? Nope. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll say the young bucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think that you can help but put them on the list. Yeah. Um, they're probably my number three right now. Uh-huh. Um, as, as far as number two is concerned, I don't know. I I, I think the Lucha Bros. I, I, every oh, time they come shit. out, okay, Lucha Bros. Every time the Lucha Bros. come out, they they turn the dials for me. Where I'm just like, all right, let's go. Let's see what what Ray Phoenix is going to do this time. Yeah, Young Bucks definitely get honorable mention. Like they're up there though. Um, the Rockers. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, as far as old school tag teams. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, oh, man. Hard Foundation probably number. Well, I mean, if we're technically counting the outsiders, that'd be another number one, and then Hard Foundation. I mean, I'm I'm a Hall and Nash fan, and I love what they yeah. did. The so outsiders are always my all time number one yeah. tag team. Harlem Heat sucker. <laughs> one two. Um, 
Oh, horsemen. That's yeah. Would they count as a tag team? Or... I mean, only only in in Arn. Now that I've been back watching that stuff, how fun were those two? Yeah, they were good. They the were Minnesota good. Wrecking Crew. Holy smokes, oh, yeah. are good. All right. Um, couple more. We got a hammer on here, Dom. We do. All right. We've been covering a lot of good stuff, though. Hey, all right. Uh, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage in a Philadelphia street fight go toe-to-toe. Ricky hangs on to the FTW title, I think, in a very fitting and well-done way, like the perfect way you could for Ricky Starks and how his character is. I think it was very well done. Marcus, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I think it was it's the right finish. Unfortunately, it's at Brian Cage's expense again, which uh, he keeps going through losses. And Dominic King is a transformation. And you know who my vote is. Oh, yeah, Mortis. I think I don't know if if there's James. Thanks for joining us, man. You have a nice weekend yourself. Yeah, thanks, James. I don't know if there's a trademark situation with WWE and Mortis because I know that they own a lot of the uh, the creative uh, from WCW days. But if there's not a trademark situation going on, honestly, this Mortis thing, I think it needs to happen. Maybe we'll get something good like that. I think that'd be great. You know. I would like, and and here's the other aspect, Dominic, is bring out fucking Vandenberg as his manager. Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mark, that's money. That is money right there, isn't it? Vandenberg. Oh man, that'd be great. Vandenberg and Cage together, and then you get um, you get them to rope in uh, Lance Archer, and Jake gets jealous and fucking turns on Archer. But then you have this power tag team of Archer and Cage together, or Archer and Mortis, whatever, Cage, Mortis, whatever. And I wouldn't hate it if they brought in Crowbar for that group. Oh, yes. Well, we were going to talk about him, too. Man, how about that? I think Glacier's still active. Glacier's (laughs) Glacier's active. (laughs) And the Blue Beanies there, too, as well. There's your faction. So, uh, yeah, man, we cooked something up. Man. Yeah, Steven's saying he doesn't know where they're going with Brian Cage. So here's the thing is if they don't do this, this Mortis thing, I don't know what, what else to do with Brian Cage. He keeps losing. And the guy's got a great look. I think he's very skilled in the ring. I Is he a super strong promo? Nope. He's uh, not a bad promo, though. He's, he's not a bad promo, but no. he's not like some standout, you know, like, you know, I, I lean in every time he starts talking promo either. So, like, I, I think that really, and we're kind of joking about it right now, but really, on paper, I'm if, not joking. I think it's if, if you were to become Mortis and you bring in uh, Vandenberg as his, uh, the Sinister Minister, as it were, as his manager, it works. The Sinister Minister is a great talker. Um, there's there's the, the canyon connection between both of them. So it, to me, it just works. I so I, in, in truth, I really hope they, they kick the tires on the side. Oh, look at that. What a well-placed mute. Wow. How about that? What Don't a fuck around with those mutes, dumb. Wow. You were right on the money. I like trying to stifle everything. I'm like, oh, I can wait. I can do it. That's what Meltzer does to you. Know? So, you know, just follow, <laughs> just follow in the footsteps of Meltzer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I did mute. Um, no, I'm with you though. Like, uh, dude, I think that's a great angle, man. Marcus, good shit. You know, when are we doing WCW rewritten again? <laughs> Probably never. What? Don't say that. Don't <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope not never. But I'm uh, no light at the end of the tunnels of right now. I'm okay. very busy. I know you are, but don't you fucking say that, you asshole. Okay. Um, did we get everything? I think we got everything. All right. Well, the, the timing works out, Dominic, because I gotta, I gotta hit the other job a little Ooh, bit tonight. Um, yeah, but before we go, let's let's talk uh, Marcus Melter ratings and yes. 
MVPs. MVPs. Okay, Marcus, what's your Marcus Belcher rating? Um, before we get there, <laughs> actually, uh, we didn't talk about Miro losing the Sammy Guevara last week. Oh, we didn't. Wow, that was a big thing, too. Yeah. It was a big thing. Um, that was the biggest, not, one of the biggest arguments. Not crazy about it, but yeah. uh, but I see, I understand why they did it, especially on the show that they did it on uh, where it was a tribute to Brody and it's the TNT title and it's going to change hands. And, you know, so I understand why they did it, but that being said, uh, I, I don't think it hurts Miro at all to lose. Oh shit. My fucking dehumidifier is doing a running. Hang on. Very, very unprofessional. Hang on. And you didn't even mute. Wow. What a fucking asshole. Huh? Jeez. The third man again. Oh, very humid down here. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I don't think it, it hurts Miro at all um, to have lost to Sammy. And, yes, Nesha did call it. Uh, but <laughs> but that being said, uh, I, I just I saw all that potential in Miro, and I was so excited for it. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to be a monster angle. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's I'm not saying the angle's dead, but I just don't like the fact that he has a singles loss now. Well, what's next for him then? Um, how would you handle it? I mean, how would you handle it? And what's next for him? What's that? How would you handle it? And then what's actually next for him? Do you think? Uh, so how I would book him is like, have him lose his mind. Um, have him go absolutely nuts after having suffered this loss and like even worse than before, you know, like crank up the volume another couple notches as far as like his whole like redeemer shtick goes and just like, and like no more being silly about it though. Like, like making it look like he's legitimately hurting people. Like every, every time he goes out there, somebody does a stretcher job. Um, like, I think that that would be a good way to redeem it. This situation, the redeem the redeemer. To redeem the redeemer. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Now, how do you think they are going to do it? Do you think they're going to do that? I what I think they're going to do is probably Daniel Bryan's going to win the championship sometime in the near future, and then he'll go into a feud with Miro, and Miro will lose to him. Okay. And then and then he'll go back to being the best man, and we'll be no, playing video games and shit. That. It won't be that. <laughs> no, probably not. At least I hope not. It's not going to be that. Uh, I'm I'm leaving. That may do what you're doing. What you said. Yeah, I think they should have him go absolutely nuts. Um, I wouldn't even hate if they did like that, that fucking, uh, that uh, Da Vinci Code stuff where he's like lashing himself. I wouldn't, I've never I wouldn't. Seen da Vinci Code. Okay, I wouldn't hate it if he did that, um, but we'll see. I just always assumed that Da Vinci Code was like Tom Hanks putting together some puzzles and stuff. No, there's like this albino guy who's like super religious, and anytime he feels that he sins, he lashes himself. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Man, that those marks would show up pretty good on an album. <laughs> Beauti- beautifully stated. Anyways, my Meltzer rating. Um, yeah. This time around, uh, Dom. I mean, these shows have been airtight, right? I mean, uh-huh. like it's it's hard to find flaws in in what they're doing. Uh, Eight point seven, dude. Eight point wow. seven. Yeah. That's like your second highest rating, I think, isn't it? Or I know. Is it I know. I'm I I'm not finding flaws anymore. At least not as frequently. Mm, that's good. That's a good rating. Um, okay, yeah. Who's your MVP? Um, MVP, MVP. Uh, Dominic. This time around, I've got to give it to Serena Deep. Um, she shined, and I I like her as a heel. I said months ago that I wanted to see her as a heel. I want to see her join the Pinnacle. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, heck, it's kind of set up for that, is it not? She should. 
she should join the pinnacle. I think that'd be a great move. They they need a, a woman in the group. You know, if this is a dangerous alliance, they need their Medusa. I think it, I think that's a very fair point. Oh man, who would I choose? Or, or if if Arn's gonna have a breakup with Cody, you know, uh, and they're gonna do like some four four horsemen gimmick, I wouldn't hate if one of the four horsemen was Serena Deep. I would like that too. Do they have the they have the rights to four horsemen? Can they get? I them? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure either. Shoot, who is my MVP? You know what? I'm going DJ's route too. I'm going DJ's route. I'm going uh, I'm going Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Yep. I like the bloodiness at the end of the show. I liked uh, just how they they set him up for it. It was good. It was a good way to do it. And um, you know, close second, uh, probably CM Punk. You know, because I think. You can always give it to CM Punk, and you can always give it to Daniel Bryan, I think, or Bryan Danielson. Right, because they shine every time they're on camera. So, uh, yeah, but I would – no, okay, I got to – It's got. I think it's got to be Hangman Page, right? I, I'm sticking with Serena, but you can go with Hangman. I like that Hangman is back, but no, nah, I mean, Serena deep to me. All right, I'm keeping Ricky Starks. Uh, Hangman Page, I'm sure, will get his MVP here soon enough, but I liked what they did and how he handled it all, so – that's who gets my MVP this week. Dom, my phone is blown up. I have got to go. Can you You've wrap gotta go. up? Yes. I've got to go. Okay. All right, well, hey, guys. Nice anything? To see you again this week. Uh, no, I got nothing. Follow me at Marcus P. D'Angelo on Twitter. Um, and follow this podcast at 2, number 2, Dynamite Dudes uh, on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next time around. Dominic, close out the show. Love all you right. guys. Thanks for joining us, everybody. All right. Well, what a busy man, Marcus. I like, am. I this am. is all kayfabe. This is all kayfabe. He's not business call. Kayfabe. See you guys. Get out of here. He doesn't give a shit about anybody. Hey, see you, Marcus. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Uh, yes. Oh, wait. I think he'll just left the screen on. Hold on. Yes, guys. I'm about to leave as well. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, but yes, uh, no more Marcus Meltzer rating. But you can follow me on Twitter at Dominic D'Angelo. You can follow WrestleZone on Twitter at WrestleZone.com. Go to WrestleZone.com for our wrestling news needs. Um, and, yeah, hey, uh, just be on the lookout for some good stuff. Uh, I think it was Colin Tessier interviewed SOS from uh, ROH. So give that a listen. Hey, by the way, we're trying to get Colin Tessier on the show as a as a guest. So uh, we just got a lot of stars lined. I was going to do an extra bonus episode, but as you can kind of tell, I was under the weather, so we didn't get to do one. Uh, but hopefully uh, we'll be able to get Colin on the show here uh, in one form or fashion in one week or another. So there's that. Uh, we do potentially have a guest coming up this week uh, that will be a Dynamite Dude special. So be on the lookout for that. I don't think it will be live, uh, but uh, it is a good guest. So uh, hint, we talked about them or this person on the show tonight. So uh, somebody will be potentially here. I Fingers crossed it'll work out. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other like pop interviews. Up. Oh, check out my press conferences I did on MLW Fightland. That's all up on the YouTube video channel, and uh, you can just subscribe to that. Give that a like. That always helps. Uh, like, subscribe to the interviews. You know, on your podcast feed of choice. Uh, that's a big, big help. Write a review on iTunes if you want. I uh, would really appreciate that as well. Um, let's see. I want to get uh, thank yous in. Thanks, Nesha, DJ Kip Sapien will be coming back. He's around. Uh, yes. So let's see. Oh, yeah. Bye, Marcus. Uh, bother. Yes, bother him on Twitter, Nesha. Kevin says, how are you doing? How was your day today? Hey, we're good, Kevin. Thanks for tuning in, man. We're about to close on out. 
Um, let's see. Hey, thanks, Nesha. Yeah, I got to go rest up a little bit more. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm on the upside of things. Oh, it was bad earlier this week. Holy smokes. But guys, thanks for tuning in on this episode of Two, Two, Who? Oh, Two Dynamite Dudes on a rampage. See you guys. Have a good night. Everybody says you're so messed up.